Hey, this is Keith Jones, the president of Hockey Operations of the Flyers. Hi, I'm Paul Holmgren. Hey, I'm Travis Konechny. Hi, this is Travis Sanheim. Hi, I'm Joel Farabee. Hey, I'm Scott Lawton. This is Dan Helfrey. Hi, this is Bob Clark. And you're listening to Snow the Goalie. 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 Welcome in to a very, very, very special episode of the Press Row Show, the number one rated pregame intermission and postgame show the side of the Mississippi. Oh, I was, I, I like the, are, I like are the, you I like the ready? elbows. <laughs> no, I was trying to see if it was muted or, or unmuted. Welcome in. It's a huge show. All right. I know that like sometimes, sometimes people overhype things. We are, we are not notorious for that, but it is a huge show because we have. We guests. are not notorious for that. You are. Guests we are. We are. Not. We have so many guests. It's almost like, uh, like we're the Oprah Winfrey of guests. Yes. Pregame, you get two guests and. First intermission, you get a guest. And second intermission, you get a guest. Everybody gets a guest. Post-game, who knows? Hilarity will ensue. Yes. On the pregame show, we have Flyers Charities representative, Cindy Stubman. She's Representative? Well, I'm just saying. She she's, runs she's the whole once. thing. I said she's, like she's, she's here. The, she's she's here. She's the grand poobah. Yes. So I'm saying she's she is the representative <laughs> on the show for Flyers Charities because there's some big news. Today is the Ed Snyder Legacy Game. So she'll be here. Uh, speaking of Ed Snyder... His daughter, Serena Snyder, will be on the show pregame. First intermission. Somebody who Bundy's been talking about having on the show for quite a while is set to join us. As a matter of fact, we asked him last show, and he said, if you fire the guy who sits next to you, I'll come on. And he didn't mean me. He meant, he meant Bundy. He meant Bundy. Hey, Fridge. There goes, there goes Fridge. Fridge. There goes Fridge. Yelling away there. Yeah. Can you hear him? Uh, uh, yeah, John. Yeah, it's, you know what? guy was my roommate for like 10 years. Yeah. I mean, we've been we've been the battle together. Yeah. <laughs> On, you and, on and off the ice, you, um, you know, he was like trying to like, like pry something off of somebody, trying to get him to come on. Finally, he's like, "All right, I'll come on." Yeah. Oh, gee, thanks a lot, John. John Leclaire <laughs> will be joining us at first intermission. And you'll realize very quickly just how a normal a guy John is to us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so Johnny Leclaire will be first intermission, and so then second intermission. Second intermission. Ike Richmond, who Ike Richmond. You used to be the. Uh, uh, Vice President of um, Communications for Comcast Spectacor when Ed Snyder was alive, was like Ed's right-hand man. Um, he will be part of uh, the, the program on Second Intermission telling some great Ed Snyder stories. So we got a lot of Ed Snyder nice. legacy stuff today. Uh, and, of course, the, oh, there's a hockey game, too. Oh, there is. Yeah, Flyers, the Flyers playing the Calgary action. Flames today. Um, so it should be fun. should be a good, uh, good day of hockey all around. I actually, I see our first guest over there. Do you want to? Yeah, we can bring her on. Do you want to bring her on? Whenever, whenever Cindy's, re- whenever Cindy's whenever ready, ready. We'll, ha- we'll bring her Whenever on. Cindy's ready, she can come on. <laughs> there she is. Boom. It's a track meet now. So, ladies and gentlemen, she has been on the show before. She was actually on the show with us uh, about, a, about a year ago for Sorry, the, uh, at the Charities Carnival. No, I'm going to bring this up because what? this will be. What are you going to bring up? This is a thing. Cindy joining us. Hey, Cindy. Welcome to the show. Yeah, um, you, are the, you have now officially tied the most appearances on Snow the Goalie. I just said to Keith, I think I might be close to the record. This is third. Your third. This is your third. Don't Make sure you talk right into the microphone. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, this is, the, this is your third appearance on Snow the Goalie, so it's tied for with Travis Sanheim, tied for the most. <laughs> so the next time you come on, we'll have to have like a plaque for you or something, like a most frequent guest. A new world record. Well, I came frequent with, flyer. I came with gifts, so I got another invitation <gasps> back. Look at this. Whoa, oh, hold so on a second. Oh. All right, wait a second. Wow, wow, so there's, wow. there's a story behind them. Yeah, I got to find out about it. All right, so these are snacks. Oh, thank yeah. you, thank you. Go ahead, tell us the so, story. Tell us the story. So we did, oh, yeah. um, we had an employee event the other day. Um, Flyers, Comcast Spectacle employees, Ed Snyder Youth Hockey and Education, the alumni, we were all together to celebrate Mr. Snyder. And as we worked on 
on the uh, event, we were in very close contact with Lindy, who said, you know, if we're going to have a meeting, we have to have a meeting the way my dad would want to have it. And he liked to snack during meetings, and they were, these were three of his favorite snacks. We gave them to everybody at the event. The press box has them today, so here you go. This is awesome. So it's so it's uh, peanuts, uh, or, or they're cashews, cashews. Yep. they're cashews, M&Ms, and Oreo cookies. Yes. Oh my God, this, my diet is, is, is <laughs> So if you're watching at home right now and you're like, what can I do? How do I feel but like you know I'm what? part of the game? But that is actually, the so when I see something like this, I love this because it gives a lot more insight into just the person, right? That was here for so many years watching games and the intricacies of what goes into watching a flyer hockey game yeah. from the top of the food chain. You know what? <laughs> I mean, it is, it's it's simple. It's great. I mean, look, if you get the flyers, uh, the logos on it. Yep. With the snacks, very, very cool, Cindy. Yeah, Cindy, it's awesome. And, and what I wanted to ask you right off the top is, to, if you could, take us through putting this day together. Like, when did it start? When did you guys start putting this together? And, and like, who was involved? And how did this all kind of yep, so come this, to fruition? This started, I don't know, let's call it three, three or four months ago. Um, and this came from Dan Hilferty. Uh-huh. And, you know, he said, we're going to do this legacy game. We're going to celebrate it. We looked at the calendar. Like, lo and behold, we played on Mr. Snyder's birthday. And um, I raised my hand and said, hey, I want to be involved in this. I've been around a long time. I'd love to be part of this. So yeah. um, was a part of the group. We worked with um, Lindy. And uh, we had a team of people here, a lot of, of which have, have been here a while and worked for Mr. Snyder and, and really understood right. sort of the legacy in, in a different way than, you know, somebody that's come in the last few years. But um, we had a really dedicated team and a lot of hard work went into it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So why don't you take us through some of the stuff that um, the, p the fans that are going to be here in attendance are going to have an opportunity to experience when they get down here. Yep. So when they come in, they will get a, a Mr. Snyder Flyer Forever patch, which the team will be wearing on their jerseys today for the game. Cool. Um, after, the, after the game, we'll be auctioning off those jerseys to benefit Flyers charities. Sweet. Um, fans will see this later, but players came in, or might even be on social already, players came in wearing Ed Snyder Youth Hockey and Education jerseys which nice. they will then sign and give them, we will give them back to uh, Snyder so they can fundraise with those. That's uh, really cool. Here's the, uh, here's the patch. Well, that that's they were nice. Giving out. Yeah, they're yeah. giving out all those as they walk Very in. Cool. You can put that on a, a jacket or a jersey, whatever. So really, really, uh, really nice. And they're at the entrances to the game. So make sure you pick them up if you're listening to the show today. So. Sorry for getting grabbing my jacket there. No, that's okay. I had that's to get okay. my patch done. So, Cindy, I, I noticed that there was uh, something going on with the uh, Flyers Charities. Um, there's a. Well, wait, wait before what? you ask your question, oh. was there, is there more? Captain interruption over well, here. Well, I think as part of the game presentation, you'll see a, a song list that's cultivated from Mr. Snyder's favorite songs that we got from the family. Um, you'll see a lot of testimonials, current and past Flyers. We yeah. have two full suites of alumni are here that jumped at the opportunity to attend this game. So. There's going to be a lot of flavor, past and present, to celebrate. And there's a pre there's a pregame thing that's we're cutting off a couple minutes early because there's a pregame, uh, like not a ceremony, but like a little yeah, presentation, we'll, we'll have right? A, we have a ceremony, ceremonial puck drop happening, and, okay. and a really cool legacy video to kick off the game. All right, now you can ask your question. Okay. I was I was, I was just mentioning the fact that I happened to notice a press release, and I noticed that uh, Flyers Charities and Snyder Youth Hockey. There's uh, there's something really special going on there as well yeah well we were down there for that well at least one of us was down there for that so go ahead cindy you can I tell you, i thought you'd never ask <laughs> <laughs> so so before the game we had a press conference and flyers charities and the flyers announced a three hundred thousand dollar donation to ed snyder youth hockey and education um and if you remember about six months ago we opened up a ball hockey rink we built with snyder um in at, outside of the scanlon rink in kensington 
and we were hoping at the time that that would be a pilot and that's exactly what it would be. So we were, are looking forward to our next big project and more to come in that in the next few weeks, hopefully. But we're going to keep it moving. But still, I mean, to That's get, awesome. make a three hundred thousand dollar to see Scott Tharp's face, who you know, president yeah. of, um, of Snyder Hockey Youth Foundation, when you guys presented that check was just it's just it, the smile, like it's it, it like he couldn't wipe it off his face. I mean, he was it was just really 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 cool. And and then the other thing was that um, was talked about. I guess you guys put it out previously was kind of creating the um, the job for the Snyder Hockey graduate. If you, can you talk a little bit about that too? Because that was, that was kind of like a, a spur of the moment thing that Dan was involved with, but was really, really cool. No, it was a very spur of the moment thing. And one of the coolest things I've, I've ever seen here, to be honest. So we were at this Mr. Snyder Legacy event and we had a philanthropy panel that I was on with Scott Tharp and Jasmine Martinez, who is a Snyder Hockey student that just graduated with her master's two weeks ago. And she was talking about how you know, the program impacted her. And when Dan came back to the stage after that, he said, you know what, you're going to be part of this team. We are going to offer an employment opportunity to a Snyder graduate every year, and you're going to be the first one. That's unbelievable, that's, that's, right? That's amazing. I mean, that's, that's fascinating. Yeah, so she immediately called her mom. <laughs> <laughs> but she's fantastic. I don't know if you remember her. She's yes, the I one do. That, that was at the draft. Yes. Yeah, and, and read the first round pick a couple years ago. That's fantastic. That is amazing. That's yeah. really, really good Very stuff. Cool. I, I mean, it, as a longtime employee, Cindy, this has to make you feel really good because of, you know, it's 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 kind of like the culmination of getting back to the way things used to be, right? I mean, I mean, you have to feel that way, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's really exciting to be here and, and sort of celebrate the, the things that we've experienced and lived through as longtime employees. And it's, it's a really fun time to be here now, for sure. A couple questions. I'm just looking at uh, Cindy as we go. Um, will this be a recurring thing every year? I believe it will. I'd love to hear that. And the second thing is, which is simple. Yes. Are they selling these patches anywhere? We have some people that won't be at the game today, but they'd like to access some of these. We're not. The plan was not to sell them They're originally. They're giveaways. Yeah. They're giveaways. Yeah. Um, but TBD, we'll see. We'll see. We'll. We'll. Yeah. I'll bring, I'll bring it back to the people that can make that decision. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Cindy, thank you so much for coming yeah. by. We really appreciate it. This is going to be a fantastic day. It will be a fantastic day, and I'd be remiss if I didn't try to do a quick charities plug. Oh, please oh, no, do. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do, yeah. So we can't make donations like this without Flyers fans and, and their participation in our fundraising events. So in the next few weeks, as Bundy is well aware, we're going to be we're joining forces with Flyers alumni to host an alumni game on the 26th. Yep. Um, so tickets are available at flyerscharities.com. And, and I think, isn't there a, a $6 discount? For the Bundy discount, we, I'm yeah, waiting we for to, that we code. We need that. We need I that link. It. We'll, I'll give it to you. Yeah, okay. yeah. See, Brad, Brad asked us for Christmas. We got the code. Yeah. I haven't got it yet. I got the code. Yeah. I'll, I will get it to you today. That'd be great, Cindy. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I'm Six sure dollars off. So a lot. Will today. you guys yeah. stop interrupting <laughs> this nice lady? For God's sake. Um, and then March 17th is the carnival, which we all look forward yep. to. So also tickets available on FlyersCharities.com. Are we all wearing green for the carnival that you that since it's on the 17th? I mean, we want to see a good amount of orange, <laughs> <laughs> but we will embrace St. Patrick's Day and figure out how to incorporate it into the carnival. For uh, green and orange is a good combination. Well, Isn't that the Irish colors? I mean, it is in, the Irish in, color. In combo, let's do it. Let's yeah, not let's, forget about the orange. Absolutely. 100% let's do that. Yeah, yeah. so let's do green yeah. and orange, right? Yes. Good stuff. Well, Cindy, yeah. great great stuff as always. Thank, Thank you for you. coming on. Thanks, and like guys. I said, can't wait to have you on for your fourth time. And then we can really celebrate you as our most frequent guest on Snow There I'm we in. go. Awesome. Thank awesome. you. Give it up for stuff Cindy from Flyers Charities. Good stuff. Awesome stuff. Good awesome stuff. stuff. Yeah, I, 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 got, I, I just want to talk real briefly about the, um, the, the press conference that they had downstairs. Um, and, and, Bundy, you, you weren't there, and I wanted to share this story because I already shared it with Russ. 
Um, there were some great quotes that came out of it. The first of, it, of which was from Dan Hilferty, where he actually stood up there in front of the cameras, in front of some media, not everybody was there, but some of the media were there, um, and, and all the guests, and he said, this, this day was a long time coming. It, it was too long. And he said, there were some lean years, but it's important that we do this. So like, it was a public acknowledgement that they, that they missed the boat on this in the past. And I thought that that was so, and he kind of started with that. Yeah, you know what? Um, and it's important that, that it, he says that, right? So, uh, you know, I, I know we talked about it and we said, one man ultimately put this whole thing together and everybody's uniting in a building every night because of one person yeah. that had a vision and the balls to bring this, make this thing happen in a city that quite frankly deserved it. When you see some of these other towns that get hockey teams, man, are we blessed to have this. And you know what? We were, I'll say it, people say it, we're blessed to have Ed Snyder as the owner and founder of this franchise. He more than deserves this. He actually should have a day like this. I'm glad we heard it every single year. Yeah. It's Ed rightly so. Because you can't forget the past and the history of great uh, foundations and franchises like this. It goes beyond winning. It's a family atmosphere. And you know what? I brought my son down today with his friends. That is my real tribute today is bringing, bringing my son down and to be able to have him experience because beyond the winning, beyond the success that many teams have had, uh, the collapses, the, um, the losses, the devastation, the, 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 the high glory that they've gone through, all of it, uh, it all it all comes back to the owner and also um, to what this Flyers franchise is for, and what it means to the people. It's a great day here today. I'm really proud to be here calling this uh, early on the uh, early today. It's going to be a great day. Yeah, and it's uh, we should point out you're here with us pregame. Normally you're on radio. Um, thanks to the Flyers for letting you switch over to this because it's a, it's an important day for us to to talk about this and we'll get into that uh, why that about that in a little bit. But the other thing I wanted to point out from the um, from the press conference. And it was what Cindy was talking about with uh, Jasmine Martinez getting that, um, uh, that, that job opportunity with Comcast Spectacore. And that was, it was a spur-of-the-moment decision by Dan Hilferty right there at the event, decides that he's creating this job for a Snyder Hockey alum, and they're going to give a new, a new job every year. They're going to give somebody a, a gig, right? A, it's amazing. Right, and, and so Scott Tharp stood there, and I'm going to say this on the show because it's a quote. Okay. Oh, it is a quote. It is a quote. It's not family friendly. And I and I don't think that We're I don't think that put out a warning. I don't think that the, anybody will get upset with us for, or get upset with me for saying it. But Scott Tharp looked over at Dan Hilferty because he asked me. He said, "You know, was that a spur of the moment thing?" And, and Dan said, "Yeah, I, I made I made that decision right there on the spot." And Scott Tharp looked at him and goes, "Dan, that's some Ed Snyder shit right there." And and it, it is. is. It is. And it is. And and it's it's something to me. And look, Dan Hilferty's only been at this what? You know, less than a year, right? Yep. There are some real things about the way Dan runs this team that makes you remember the way Ed ran this team. Yes. Yeah, and that's one of it, right there. One of them, right there. He's he he's a guy like you know. I walked in today. I was on the suite levels, racing up here. Um, I had to get Chris and his buddies, and I got half the Cherokee offensive line. We're gonna get them on later. I told him that's what it would be all about. <laughs> Just in front, show you what beef looks like in high school these days. Yeah, that's good. Grow. But uh, you know what? And, and there's Dan just walking through. Gives me 30 seconds of his time. How's everything? How are the girls doing in school? How's the basketball? He's just, he is just an unbelievable human being. And you know what? If he knew something um, like really in intricate about you, the person in the building, he knew it, mm -hmm. he would never pass you without asking that. That's right. And that's why there's guys like that. There's something about people like that. 
that separate themselves from the rest of the people because they are exceptional. And Ed Snyder was exceptional. And Dan Hilford, in his own way, is exceptional. You don't become the head of a, of a company like Independence Blue Cross and to have the people skills and the love of community and what Philadelphia stands for unless you're an exceptional person. And I'll tell you what, a lot of people, I, I hope they realize how lucky they have to not have a reincarnation of Mr. Snyder, but someone that understood his vision. And that's what's so important to this team. And that's why this team will return to glory, why it's already on its way, even without the team being at the 100% that we hope it will get to eventually. Yeah. And I think I see Andrew Fawcett asked earlier if, um, if Jay is here. Jay Snyder, his son, is here. And Jay is not. Um, three, of the, three of the Snyder children were able to make it in for, uh, for this event. Um, it was uh, Lindy, uh, uh, Serena, and Craig uh, are here. Um, for, for the event. And they're, they're hosting a lot of people downstairs. So we really appreciate that Serena's going to be joining us here in about 10, 12 minutes, um, uh, which will be really cool to have her talk about, talk about it. And, and the reason why it's going to be cool to have her talk about it, and we joked about this on the last episode, but in all seriousness, two years ago, we killed this team. Killed this team for yes. not acknowledging Ed Snyder's birthday. And not because it was a thing about his, you know, oh, you need to recognize it's his birthday. But it was more about the fact that they were so hell-bent on completely disconnecting with everything yep. from their past. Yep. Yes. That was more about, more what the complaint was about than anything else. And, and Corporate playbook. It, it, it was. It was a very corporate playbook. And they were so all over us. They were so all over us for pointing it out and whatever. But we found how many, I mean, the, the number of tweets were hundreds upon hundreds of tweets of people saying how can they forget this how can they not do this how can they let it get this far and here we are i do remember two years later and this is what it is now it's it's amazing to think of where we were two years ago and where we are now and it's just a it's I, it, it warms the cockles of my heart it does and yeah. it also i like the fact that doing the right thing and sometimes yeah. having the courage to say the right thing in the face of a lot is 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 what's the right thing to yes have well, the, the, I, mean, I mean you can't <laughs> this team defines family to the city that's why i just said yeah of all the other things we all want to win right? no one likes like you know losing the first round because then we get ticked off at the product you know and we talk about that but that's what that's what this is and the disconnect that we saw that year was unbelievable. It and it flowed yeah. in with everything. This is why this is such an amazing, and you're right, Anthony, 750 days later, <laughs> we're in the building, we're celebrating Ed Snyder's birthday the way it's supposed to be done because the game falls on his birthday. Yeah, and it doesn't happen that often. No, no. it does not. No. Every once in a while. Look, have they played road games on his birthday before? Yes. But have they played at home on his birthday? I think this is only the second time since he died that they've played at home on his birthday. Right, and it's not a big thing. It doesn't happen every year. Right. right. The January 6th where it happened. So, I mean, um, it's real. It's going to be great. I'm really excited to see what the ceremony is going to look like before. I like Mr. Yeah. Smith's comment here. This is nice. You guys in this Snow the Goalie show are the pulse of the real fans. I want to point out, you know how I am. Sometimes I'm sensationalist. A little bit. A little bit hyperbolic. <laughs> I will point out that a few years ago when we raised this, this issue, one of us tweeted it out or maybe we all did it. We talked about it on the show. And we had somebody who texted us and complained openly about the fact that we brought it up in the first place. Why are you guys trying to throw us into the fire? Why are you trying to trash what we're doing? And we said, it's not complicated. And we always said, 
the Raiders would acknowledge Al Davis's birthday. The Yankees would acknowledge Steinbrenner's birthday. Mm-hmm. Whenever he's gone, the Cowboys will acknowledge Jerry Jones' birthday. <laughs> they will. I mean, he's and a great keeper, and he might never die, but still. <laughs> they should. He's a, but, he's a champion. He's won, that, like Snyder, Steinbrenner, Al Davis. But there are certain owners in sports that get that recognition because of what they built and what they put into and the fact that they became synonymous with the team. And we had that. And then we had – there were other people in the city with some kind of a, a platform or a voice who, after we brought that up, then just kind of said, like, oh, disgruntled ex-employee, disgruntled ex-player, idiot. That'd be me. Uh, just screaming about something just to complain, just to be negative. And we said, no, like, it's, it's the principle of the thing. And now here we are a couple of years later, and not only are they acknowledging today – but they're having this whole big event. And I'll even go back a few months. When Dan Hilferty took over at that new era of Orange thing when we were down on the ice, yeah, he said the Snyder name, which the previous guy would not. The previous guy acted like it was Voldemort. Yeah. And now... Kind of like you react to Chuck Fletcher. <laughs> Fletcher Mort. What? Yeah, that, that, you know... You shall not be named. I don't like beating a dead horse like in the past, but I've never seen a group of people that wanted to make him disappear from the, the history of the franchise like they did. That's a corporate playbook. I don't know how it happens, but it's just awful. It's awful. Yeah. And uh, hopefully p- other corporations will learn from that. But anyway, it's good. And, and this, is, this is cool. And again, two I, years so ago, that, we never would have seen this happen. That same and, person who contacted us and said, why are we making a big deal out of this? Yeah. You know, why are you killing us like this? Yeah. Shook my hand downstairs and said, I can't believe we are here where we are right now. And yeah. I said, I said, it was totally him. He did it all. <laughs> He's responsible for it. It's great. He did it. He brought he brought everything back. Good good job to him. <laughs> he said he's going to stop up and see us, so I'm, so, I'm sure he will uh, have something to say. The apology better be twice as loud <laughs> guys, as the first infraction. The one thing that I think sticks out about our relationship here What's that? is when we first met Dan Hilferty. Mm-hmm. He came on our show. We did the end of this. It was yeah. about midsummer. We just want to talk about the, the Sixers, kind of his start to this uh, journey. And I remember the first thing he said was, I was told at the carnival, the first thing was, that's Snow the goalie. Stay away from them. Be careful. <laughs> Remember he said that to yeah, us? And I'm like, yeah. I looked and I went, really? Yeah. Yep. And then he realized, I think he paid attention. I'm like, well, let me see what these guys really did. They pointed fingers and told the truth. Yeah. Yep. That's what he discovered. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Absolutely. We, we love it here. We love this organization, <laughs> the team. But you know, for that, I, just, I just find that hilarious that not even a year ago, he was warned, watch out for those guys. Yeah, he exactly. wasn't the only one. Like, there have been a few people over the course of time, especially with us, <laughs> where it was steer clear, stay away, be very careful what you say. As if we're going to, I don't know. But anyway, we're happy. This is all great. And I think it's going to be a, a really fun night. Uh, again, we will be joined shortly by Serena Snyder. First intermission, John LeClaire. You may have heard of him. And then second intermission, Ike Richmond, to uh, tell a lot of stories uh, about his time with Ed Snyder. So there's a, there's a lot to get to today. Uh, Should I, um, she, she asked Johnny about, I put in the book, you know. You ever hear the story about me and Johnny when we went to the I trip in L.A.? No, uh, well, you know this, right? Yes. So we, uh, we, go to, we stay at the Ritz-Carlton. That's what teams stay in, nice hotels. And mm-hmm. anyway, me and Johnny decided we were going to play a couple of hockey games but also have quite a good time as well mm-hmm. after the games. And um, so we went, we built everything to the Ritz, you know, to, to build it to the room, whatever. You got a car to the game, food, whatever. Build it to the Ritz. So we go check out. We've been there for like eight days out in L.A. in the West Coast. We go up and the bill's like 
$14,500. What? And I look at Johnny, we go check it out. I look at him, I go, you got this one. I got the next one. <laughs> so good. He just, he just looks. So, so good. There, look at this. Speaking of the man, look, the man. we were just talking Wait, about on, you. Come, come on over here. We come were on. just talking Toop, about Toop, you. We were just talking about you. No. I, no, not. No, we, did no. Not, no, we did not ask. We did not ask him to come on. Look at this. No. Nope. Didn't ever ask him. We no. did not ask. No. He just walked on. No. I, we have nothing to do. He just, he, he just walked he on. He just walked on just camera. Walked on. I know Listen, he's busy. We're not going to hold you for long. But we've been talking about you, so we have to... We have to make sure that you're here to uh, not defend yourself. We've been we've been singing singing some praises here. We have. Wow, Dan, how important is this day today? Anthony, this is this is a very important day. I mean, I, from the beginning of what we call the new era of Orange, and from the last time the four of us got together, um, it's been about recognizing our rich history and recognizing the founder who made this all possible in Ed Snyder. And this is important because I firmly believe if we're going to achieve greatness again. We need to recognize where we came from, uh, how we in interact with the fan base, how we treat our players, how we treat the folks that work in this great arena. So I think I think it, this is a very, very monumental day for this organization. Uh, it, 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 downstairs was like the coolest thing. Wasn't it? It was just really cool just to see everything that you guys are putting together. And I want to give you an opportunity to talk about the, the we've already discussed it with Cindy, because Cindy Stockman was already on. But we wanted to give you a chance to talk about giving that, giving out that um, that career opportunity to the Amazing. Snyder oh. Snyder Hockey uh, graduate each year and how that came to be. Well, sometimes I can't help myself, and I think <laughs> being being in a position like this, you have an opportunity to to make a connection that will have a ripple effect for other people. And so when we did this event for over 300 employees on Thursday, and Lindy Snyder and I were sitting there, and we introduced this young woman, Jasmine Martinez who just finished graduate school. I, didn't, I thought she was still an undergraduate. And uh, she wants to be in sports and entertainment. And I just I said, Lindy, come on out with me. I have an idea. And that's how it happened. And she's thrilled. Now we have a couple department heads who are fighting for her. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> and we're, we're going to make it an I'm sorry, Chris. We're going to make it an annual an annual. It's uh, so good. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And we're and, and Cindy said too. I know you're busy, Dad. She, this is going to be a recurring thing. Yes. Yep. That's amazing. Yeah, Why you want to? You want to? You want to join? The, well, I mean, I'm anything. But I, I know. <laughs> I'll tell you what. One, one thing. You know, I just want to finish. Cause I know you're busy, but we want to thank you. From, yeah. From for for what we are here, but for the fans for being you. I mean, this has been a return to a lot, and, and I, I think people appreciate it, Dan. You've only shown a glimpse of who you are. This has been amazing for us, and we really want to thank you from our fans. Who are, who are also you, sending yeah. a lot of thanks. If you read all the comments, comments, they're all thanking you, thanking well, you, thanking you. Can I, can I just say something? I, and I, look, I, I'm just a guy, and, I, and I, I, I'm so honored to be in this position as a fan. Can you imagine being a fan? I mean, yeah. even the three of you guys get to do this yeah. every yeah. day. It's so I feel, I, I wake up every morning feeling very fortunate and just to be part of a great organization with Keith Jones and Danny Brer and, and Torts has been amazing. So we have a chance to really do something special if we're patient and we do it the right way and we keep honestly engaging that fan base that's, that continues to show interest and support and love us. Dan Hilferty, thanks for stopping right, on for five minutes. Thanks, and if, and if, we, if we get in trouble for having you on, you got our back, right?
never, never get in trouble. That's right. I'll, I'll, I'll sneak on anytime. There we go. That's so, guys, thanks, thanks, Dan. Dan. Have a great day, bud. Appreciate so, it. So there we go. <laughs> that and that, that's right, Dan so. Hil- Hilford in a nutshell. There we go. Exactly. Just buy, buy off coming on the what a guy. What a guy. What a guy. Yeah, that's a perfect so. example. of What we were just talking about. See, there right? he goes, now he goes over and says hi to the organ player. Yep. Yeah. Just because that's what he does. Yep. Yeah. That's that's and that's and what we, we say the and that encapsulates Ed Snyder's legacy. Yep. We're not ta- we're not we're not here like trying to do it. We're, this is the franchise. Even Bob Clark had said Ed Snyder is the franchise. You yeah. know, like before we said this day is so important, and we are so grateful that he just came on. There's everybody else. We just had Dan Hilferty join us. Uh, he came, he, he walked on on his own. We had nothing to we do with it. We did not coerce him. Yeah, he, he we did not coerce him. Let the record show, <laughs> no coercion. What's <laughs> that? No, we're no, good. We're Everything's good. fine. Serena's Everything's great. fine. Yes. Here comes wrong. here comes Serena Snyder. Now, we on this this very loaded day of having guests and on a a very loaded show here. Um, we now welcome to the show. Turn your so she can see. Yeah. We welcome to the show, Serena Snyder. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Can, can you angle the angle her mic up a little bit? There we go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Much better. Thank, it's it's a, it's an honor to have you on the show. Um, this is fantastic stuff. Uh, I, I guess the first question, Serena, very very high level question, and I, I think it's an easy one for you is, what does a day like today mean to you personally, and of course your family? It just means so much to see everybody here honoring the legacy of the Flyers, and I think that my my dad would be really proud to see the family that's come together today and all of the love and uh, just honoring the foundation that built this team. Isn't it amazing considering where we were two years ago? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I, I, well, I've seen a cultural shift that's really positive and I, I love that we're looking forward and building. Um, you know, it's, it's great. Ser- Serena was a little girl when I was like my first couple years in the league and mom would come in, your dad was so proud of you, but when you see this, Serena, and I, and I talk about family, that's what the Flyers, to me, has always been about. The family of the fans, the, the, the players, the people in the building. How much, you think, how proud do you think your dad would be to see that kind of reconciliation here today in his honor? I think he'd be so proud, and, and he just had so much love in his heart for so many people here, including you. Thank you. I don't know. I. It's just everybody's been so welcoming and so. Uh, I don't know. I am. Lo- I'm at a loss for words. I don't want to. I don't want to put anyone in a hot, hot spot, but I think it's become evidently clear that your dad is as important to Philadelphia as just about any other sports icon. I think historically, this fe- this team. I think Serena, in a lot of ways. Uh, embodies what the city is. Do you feel the same in a lot of ways when you look at, at your dad's legacy in this team and organization? Yeah, I do. And I mean, I was born in 1985. I wasn't here in the 70s, but I feel connected through all the stories and, and uh, yeah, I feel the same way. And, and so being a, a child of the 90s, when this guy was playing, I want to ask this question. I've been meaning to ask this question for a long time. Who was your favorite player? And it doesn't have to be this guy. Who, who is the guy that you used to cheer for the most? Oh, man, this is a tough one because, <laughs> I mean, I just saw John LeClaire. So good to see him. I When I was six years old, I was completely enamored with Eric Lindros. Um, I'd say it's, it's 
it's a tough one. Um, Rod Rindamore was, I had a soft spot for him. So let's just go with Rod, because he's not here. That's the, a, the usual suspect. Yeah. <laughs> Bundy's used to it. He's used to it. Yeah, I was just but, a guy. But, however, <laughs> you were... <laughs> I was, you were also. You were, you were only. Hey, listen, I was you were a, a not. No, I was going to say. Fifth out of four. You know what? That's how sweet she is. She's like, I didn't remember her, but you know what? You were number four. <laughs> um, Serena, another thing I wanted to ask you about from this, from this morning. Um, obviously, the event uh, that they had, the press conference that you were a part of downstairs. Um, it, it's not just about the Flyers honoring your dad and everything else. There's more to it than that. And Ed Snyder Youth Hockey Foundation, um, you know, being kind of brought back into the fold. And, you know, Scott Tharp said it, we're, we're back, baby. And the Flyers make a nice, the Flyers charities make a nice donation. We always say, everybody always talks about how, how Snyder Hockey was always like the thing your dad wanted to be remembered for the most. It's like, well, but he created a hockey team, right? But really, he did care more about Snyder Hockey than almost anything, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And I was there when he launched the program in 2005. And and he just said this, you know, I want to bring hockey to inner city kids, but really everybody. He wanted to equalize the the entry into hockey for um, thousands of kids, which, they, which they've done. But he always said that. Obviously, we remember him for much more than that. but. That is really the the legacy that he wanted to have live on forever, regardless. And uh, meant so much that Flyers Charities made a $300,000 donation oh. to the Snyder Hockey. I was really blown away, and I just want to thank the Flyers organization for making that happen. We just had him on. We were talking about Dan Hilfrey. There will never be another Ed Snyder, uh, never be any person like your dad. But how important is it to have somebody that embodies his spirit and wants the people to have an understanding of how important this franchise is to them. It's just, you know, Dan is a really warm, caring guy, and, and um, I can tell that like he really embodies a lot of the qualities that my dad would yeah. want in a leader. But obviously, you know, Jonesy and everybody. Sure. So. Yeah. Well, Serena, we. Danny Breer. Can't forget to. Oh, can't forget. No, can't I'm forget like, Danny. Yeah, I'm not used to. This is awesome that you guys are doing this, and uh, yeah. Again, we, we our, appreciate our, your support too. Our first interaction, I think, as a show with you on Twitter was under very different circumstances, <laughs> which again, like we've said a few times now, it's amazing what the change at the top can do to kind of get this thing back on track. And, and I think that what we've seen so far, the team talked about a rebuild all offseason, the expectations were low, and yet, up here and in the upper level, really where a lot of the, the more passionate, I would say, fans are, they're filling this place out every day. And this has not been the case for years now. So it feels like, at least among the fans, they seem to also feel that return to the better days. Um, I, I want to ask you, when is the last time that you felt, I don't know, as excited to be in the building as you were to come here today? Like. Has it, has it been a little better? Well, I honestly only come to like one game a year, which I'm embarrassed to say, because you know, it's so hard. Well, you don't live here. You don't live here. Yeah, I don't live here, but <laughs> to be honest, it's like really emotional for me. I'm, I'm so, um, I think April 2016, when he passed, even though that was a tough game for me, I'm, but I honestly just want to look forward and 
I'm, I feel the energy shift. Like, it's apparent, and I haven't, yeah, I haven't felt that way in seven years. I'm just happy to see that it's back. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Well, we know what happened. We know what happened. We know what happened. We, and it was we're all moving good. on, girl. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Well, Serena, listen, thank you so much for, for your support in the past for us for, and, the, and the work that yeah. we've done. Um, it meant a lot to us, and, and you, always, you guys will always have a special place in our hearts. But also thank you for coming on today and, and celebrating your dad with, with us and all the fans. Yeah, thank you guys so much and love the podcast. And thanks for bringing the fans into this. So. Thank you, Serena, yeah, really for being you and for, for lending your dad to this whole city over all these years to many people, your family. We're truly grateful for your time. Keep listening, and we're going to continue carrying that great flyer message for you. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Thank Serena. Thanks, Serena. Serena Snyder. Awesome stuff right there. Awesome stuff right there. She's terrific. And she's the whole the Snyder family is. Lindy as well. Uh, she's in the house tonight. Yeah, but, uh, Craig's here as well. Craig is, yeah. Just yep. really great. Hi, hello, welcome to the Press Row Show, the number one rated pregame. You're on fire today. And postgame show. You are on fire today. Why? That's the second time we've been up, and I'm like, is Russ going to say I something? Because I had to see if it, un it muted, and then I had to <laughs> unmute it. I'm going to have to start intern doing Andrew's, these intros. Intern Andrew's on the board, and he, you know, he's not automatically unmuting. So look at who we got coming right we now. We got here somebody big coming here. There he comes. There he is. Yeah. Here I got to get that Santa serious Claus. look off his face. Santa Claus. Yeah. Right down Santa Claus Lane. Yeah, here he comes. Here comes the big guy. Good afternoon, John. Pulling on the reins. <laughs> no, I'm good. Well, let him know he's live. You can sit on the thing. You're allowed yeah, to yeah. sit here. Let him know he's live so he doesn't uh, Bundy bomb anybody. That's all good. We don't Bundy bomb on these shows, but welcome. Sit down, John. You're you want to see with us. Yeah, yeah we're, we're live. live. Brother, I just said, live. tell the guy, see? Uh, Everybody, your number favorite number John 10. LeClair John LeClaire is on the press row right, show. Right, hey, right, John, hey, John LeClaire. It took long hey, enough. Hey, all right. It nah, took long enough. You know what he did? To get the invite? He actually waited until the period ended. He didn't want to come over. No, I didn't mean I didn't mean now. I meant I meant we've been down here since October. It took yeah, long enough to get him on. You know what? I go over and say hi to him every game. Every game, yep. yeah. And what's it like? Unsolicited, too, <laughs> by the way. Let me tell you that. <laughs> yeah, oh, here comes Bundy again. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> oh, it's great. Johnny, what's yeah. going on, buddy? First of all, thanks for joining us. Yep. Uh, this is a great day for, for, for the city of Philadelphia, for Philadelphia Flyers, alumni, players, and his fans. Tell me what Mr. Snyder meant to you and the impact that he had on the city. It is. It's a great day for the city of Philadelphia. Mr. Schneider did so much for this city. He, he loved the city, and it, yeah. it showed, and um, I think people realize that, and that's everything that he gave to this city. Um, I, I just, it's nice that people can sit back and recognize what he's done. Um, to me, uh, you know, you talk about everybody's, oh, they got a great owner, they got a great owner, but when you look at the National Hockey League, there's about probably four or five owners that people know that are that upper echelon, and uh, Mr. Schneider was always at the top of that list. Yeah, and, and, when, and look, and Johnny, you're a guy that makes perfect sense to ask this question to, because you know you grow up in Vermont, you start your career in Montreal, you get traded here, and you know, even though you went, you, you left here and went to Pittsburgh, you decided to make this your home. 
And I have to think that a lot of the reason that of all the places you've been that you decided to make this your home had to do with the culture that was created by Ed Snyder when you were with the, when you came into the Flyers. I would absolutely. It's a part of it. Uh, yeah. You know, just the, the family atmosphere that the, the Flyers promoted. Um, you, you felt like you were part of the, 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 the community, the culture, everything. And um, yeah, that translated to like just being comfortable in the area and, and loving the area. Uh, and that's why I'm still here. And, uh, I don't think I'll never leave him. Well, I'm pretty much the exact same way. You know? Right. Yeah, I mean, you have kids here, you grow up in your early 20s, mid-20s, and I know Johnny's, you know, out of house. He lives in the Pennsylvania. He was always, uh, you know, the guy who was on the other side of the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in Pensy, and the rest of us were just paupers living in New Jersey. I think he's the smart one. Yeah, because <laughs> he, he figured, stayed in Pennsylvania. He Did he move to Delco? I am Delco. Yeah, yeah he's Delco. Delco. I was like, it was me, me and Johnny hey, Delco. I hate to tell you, you're not the biggest celebrity in Delco. That's Sam Filippo <laughs> here. Just yeah. ask him. Oh, I'm down on the list. I understand that, but it's a tough list to get up on that Delco list. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It is. That right. That's right. It is. Without getting any in, any of the. Uh, intricacies of what you're doing yeah. uh, just thoughts on the first period we were just going to talk about Calgary looked like they had yeah. a good start Flyers had better chances shorthanded I thought in that period but that's been the case sometimes your thought in the first period yeah. Johnny a little bit about what you're doing here too yeah I, I thought the first period was just okay I thought we yeah. gave up some pretty good scoring chances that I'd like to see tightened up a little bit yep. um, you know our penalty kill has been great obviously yep. I mean we're getting scoring chances and um, the power play looks good. I mean, the power play is not scoring, but we're getting in the zone, which is half the battle. We're moving the puck okay in the zone. Uh, I'd like to see us hit the net more. I think yep. that would help a ton. Um, but it's just one of those things we got to get that power play going. It's the difference between games right now. How much, when you look at a power play like that, and again, just because we're spitballing it, how much of it do you think is the lack of movement on the Flyers' power play, like player movement? Because I think Calgary... They have a very basic setup, yeah. but it allows for a lot of one-timers. It's because they're moving the players around the ice a little bit. Yeah, you can't stand still anymore. you no. got to be moving. The puck's got to be moving. you got to be moving, taking in and out. And uh, I mean, when you watch the five-on-five, the offense, it's all five guys moving around and yep. doing all that. And the power play's got to have those guys moving, too. You can't sit still. You're too easy to cover. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more movement on it. Um, but we are generating some pretty good scoring chances. Uh, it, it's not as bad as, as the numbers look. Uh, but it's also not as good as it should be. That's kind of how I look at it. So, Johnny, you've been, you've been uh, on the gig now for a few months, uh, player development. How's it going? What is your, uh, what's it been like for you? You know, right now it's just a little bit of a learning experience this last couple of months have been. Uh, I'm feeling much more comfortable in my role now. Uh, I, it's been, for me, it's, it's awesome. I, I love what I'm doing. Uh, we have some great prospects coming up. Uh, really excited about the, some of the young guys coming in. And um, it's just fun working with these guys, watching their progression uh, throughout the years, and hopefully throughout, uh, you know, watching them get out here one day. So, is there, you, is there anybody that's ahead, like kind of off the radar that has surprised you? Well, I'm, a lot of guys have, just because I, I mean, I was a Flyer fan, but I didn't know these guys, and I didn't watch as close as I do now. So, yeah. having a chance to know these guys and watch their game, um, you know, just like a guy like Bobby Brink, watching him in the summer, now watching him uh, when he went through camp and to where he is. Uh, really was surprising just to watch him grow and watch his game grow and watch him out there how he, he's playing. Uh, it's just it's real. It's a lot of fun to see guys as they progress in their career and become successful. You only mentioned Bobby Brink because he wears number ten. That's the only reason you <laughs> mentioned. <laughs> no, but uh, Forrester's so, the same way. Yeah, Forrester's the <laughs> there same you go. Way. There you go. It's all good. Uh, so, uh, so, but are you going like? Are you up in Lehigh, or what's? Can you talk about what yeah. you're kind of like? You know, who you're working with. So, um, you know, on weekends, a lot of times it's a little bit 
I'll go see a college game or go up and see a junior game, uh, catch maybe a weekend of those guys, have a chat with them, just get to know them a little bit, talk a little bit about their game. Um, you know, I got a lot of that coming up here in January and February. Um, and then, you know, whenever I can run up to Lehigh, I'm up there. I've probably seen maybe uh, 15 to 20 games of theirs live up there. And, um, you know, home games here, I'll, I'll pop in and, and catch out the Flyers. So just want to keep everybody in, uh, in the loop. Um, and like I said, the last couple of months is just kind of familiarizing myself with uh, the guys' games and getting to know these guys a little bit better. What was your take on uh, the way uh, our guys at the World Juniors looked? I, you know, I, I thought Bunk, uh, Bunk played really well. USA. Congratulations Champions. on your aluminum medal, Canada. No, no, I'm U.S. now. I won the gold. <laughs> your yeah. aluminum medal. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, you were where we were on. The U.S. squad was strong. They played well. Yeah. Um, I thought Cutter played pretty well. Yeah. Um, you know, when he turns it on, uh, he's one of the best. That's for sure. That's great. That's great. How excited are you? Uh, we get a chance to lace them up again. That, that might scare, scar Johnny saying that. Yeah. Uh, January 26th, Johnny, we got an alumni game. Uh, Mark <laughs> Recchi weekend, a uh, Hall of Fame weekend. It's going to be awesome for Rex. Obviously, I mean, yeah. you know, Rex is a good teammate of ours. Awesome. Rex is a great guy. And, uh, really happy for him. It's going to be a good weekend for Rex. Um, you know, I love hockey. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if I love playing as much anymore in those <laughs> situations. I like playing at my speed and my... Uh, you know, the rings empty kind of thing. Uh, that's what I enjoy a lot more now than in playing in front of a crowd. But, um, you know, Friday night will be a lot of fun. we got a lot of good guys coming back, too. Um, so it should be a lot of fun. Is there, Does is it there, worry you a little oh. bit with, with some of the younger alumni because they might show you guys up a little bit? Just because, you know, they're closer to playing age than you guys are. No, that's that. No, you don't bit. care. I, I'm going to lean as heavy as I on those guys as possible. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Is there anybody that you're, you're really looking forward to taking the ice with? At From, that game, uh, like on our side, yeah. yeah. I mean, all the guys, you know, like uh, like Mike Richards. He played one year. Like he kind of, you know, I don't really know him that well. It'd be nice to get a chance to kind of sit down and have a chat with him. Um, you know, we got a lot of good guys coming back, but our alumni is pretty strong too. You know, like a lot of the guys that are coming back. You know, we run into them through different events, golf terms and stuff like that. So you, you've gotten a chance to kind of know them a little bit throughout the years, and uh, it's always great to reconnect. How's it like been working with Sharpie? Sharpie's been great. You know, uh, I had a chance. I played with Sharpie when he was here for that short period yeah. of time, so I knew him a little bit. And then, uh, you know, anytime you bring smart guys in from the University of Vermont, you, you can't go wrong. <laughs> Vermont's finest. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's good stuff. Well, Johnny, listen, we appreciate you stopping by. Thanks for finally finally coming on. I appreciate Goalie that podcast. you guys, you know, desperate enough that I walk by every day like, hey, might as well grab him. Huh? <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> so, uh, you know. Oh, we, we do have to ask about it because Bundy was talking about it beforehand, uh, about the, uh, the Los Angeles story. The Los Angeles trip, yeah, where we were there for a few too many days and we may have the, been the, over-served a couple nights and we had a bill that was like 14,000 or something. Yeah. Uh, I looked at Johnny and said, you got this one, I got the next yeah. trip. <laughs> hey, yeah. just walk to the bus. <laughs> Out of curiosity, how many times did Bundy forget his wallet? Well, the thing is, like, he did that every time we left the hotel room. So, like, it doesn't matter if it was L.A. or if it's Nashville or wherever. Cheapest teammate you've ever had, right? No, absolutely <laughs> Unfortunately not. Unfortunately not. Oh, absolutely not. We, were, we, we always spend money in good ways. 
At the, the rest time, of it, it we wasted it. Well, Johnny, thanks well, again, thanks, man. Johnny. Really do appreciate it. Hey, I enjoy your show too, guys. I listen all the time. Uh, you guys are doing a great job, and uh, keep her going. Thanks, man. Appreciate thanks, it. All right, guys. Thanks, thanks for showing, John LeClaire. Thanks, bro. Uh, it's awesome to get Johnny on. Look at fourth host Nancy checking in. Yeah. Oh, she. Oh, she must have gone. She must be going crazy. Fourth host Nancy. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks, favorite flyer. Yeah. Absolutely. Got to zoom. Zoom, Andrew. That's uh, what that symbol was. Intern Andrew. That, just, just that pointed finger. Zoom. That, you, know, you know, it's just some of these things eventually become intuitive. We're, we're what, on the 17th home game of the year, 18th home game of the year? We'll One of these days. We'll figure it out. One of these days. Good. He'll get there. He, uh, okay. He's always welcome to come on. Like, me and Johnny are very, very close friends. We have been for many years. Closer than we may have let on here. Like, if, if we were, if, if this were the regular show, I would have body bombed him right off the set. <laughs> Without hesitation. And John LeClaire or not. He's great. Thanks for coming on, Big John. We love him. That was great. We love him. Big John is Big John. And uh, you know what? Great teammate. Great person. Another guy, too. You're going to be interested to see as we come down about the Hall of Fame selections. I mean, he certainly has guys that are comparables to him that are in there now. And uh, you can start making a case for him. Well, I mean, he's certainly one of the best U.S. Goal scorers ever. And I think that oh, matters. I think having that through that lens especially, that helps his here's case. Here's the number that for me that should get him in. In a five-year span, in the, the course of the league at the time, around 100 years, nobody had more goals in the league than John LeClaire over five years. Yeah. That's a 20th of your entire league at that time. Yeah. That's a Hall of Famer. I agree. 100%. Like, what more do you need? You're yeah. putting guys in now that played like 750 games. I mean, not that's a lot of games, but I'm and, just saying like. And, and he won a Stanley Cup. He did, and he won two overtime goals. Yeah, he won a Stanley Cup. both of them. So it's all good. It's Fancy. all good. I, I, I love, I love these guys who are here. trying to listen to the show right now. You can't hear anything. They can't hear a darn thing that we're saying, but they're trying like bad to listen to what we have to say. You know what I do? You know what I just discovered? What's that? There's a serious Nancy Joy we'll crush talk. on John LeClaire. Well, I think it's just she goes back to when we were kids. Because I mean, I, I hate to make you feel old, but when we were kids, that was that was the the peak Leclerc time. Yeah. So yeah. I will tell you this. So this is a, a fun story. Yeah. So this year, uh, our kids switched schools, and it was the first time that they'd gotten to have like a jersey day. And so my wife was the one who had the Flyers jerseys from being a kid. I didn't like sports until I was in middle school. So she has a, a you knockoff. You could have just stopped at the word sports. Up. So I could have. Uh, uh, she had a, a John LeClaire jersey. It was a knockoff LeClaire jersey. And uh, she was like, one of these days, when we bring the whole family down, we have to meet John LeClaire and get him to sign the, the jersey. But anyway, she found it. And she was really excited about it. And then our son wore it to school. And he felt like the coolest kid in school. And the teachers knew who LeClaire was. The kids had no idea. And that's how you know that this generation of youth uh, is going to be a loss to all of us. So. Yeah, I, love when they, I love when a guy comes up and he tells us, getting, like, listen, I'm different level than a John LeClaire. Like, yeah. When they come, I'm like, hey, this is Chris Terrian. And he played in a great era and was a good player. And the kid looks at you like, yeah, whatever. I have a question for, I have a question for Nancy. <laughs> Maybe she'll answer it in the comments. Does that mean Russ is number two? It's fine. It's fine. There was double meaning in that, but that's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, first period you're trying was... Trying to call me poop? Is that what you're doing there? <laughs> first a little poop joke? First poop period. joke here, Anthony? Huh? A little poop joke? Uh, how about if you put the... Oh, shut up. It is a raucous day down here at the Wells Fargo Center. Welcome into the Press Row Show, second intermission show. Andrew. 
the number one rated pregame, intermission, and postgame show. No, we're fine. Well, we're okay? We're fine. Yeah. All right, we're okay. We're okay. Yeah, you know, we're okay. we've got Ant's okay. freaking out. He's barking orders. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <sighs> what else is new? I'll tell you what's new. Ike Richmond's here. Hey, welcome to the Press Row Show. It's great to be back. It feels like home. Bon Jovi said it. Who says you can't go home? I'm here. Let's go. If there's always a music tie with you, Ike. I, 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 music's my thing. Hey, <laughs> who says you can't go back? Right. And all I know, I was continuing it. I was trying to. Ike, how good does this make you feel, buddy? I mean, listen, I, I don't want to. By the way, just so everybody back, knows, just so everybody knows, there might be fans. everybody It's been all day. Everybody knows who Ike is. It's been all day. But there might be fans who are like, who the heck is this guy? I, I, I spent 28 years with the organization, and I'm back as a consultant to help guide the team in ways that they are more connected to what it was in the past. We're not going to – Ed Snyder and I both went to the University of Maryland. Our school mascot was a turtle. Right. And the turtle only goes one way. You can't go sideways. You can't look back. You right. can only go forward. Right. So let's go forward together and recognize – how we got here and take advantage of what we did when we were here and move forward as an organization. And a good portion of those 28 years you spent side by side with Ed. A right? lot, a lot of time. Right. So that, I just wanted to guess, you know, why why would we have Ike on? I'm just let people understand that. Yeah. Right, now you can ask your question, Bunny. I'm sorry. Well, thanks how great does this day make you feel? Because, I mean, <laughs> even me, like, I, I, I don't know how tied you were to Mr. Snyder, how important you were to him and, and the work you did together. What does this day really mean? Because it's we've come. It feels like we've come so far to get here. Yet here we are. Bundy. It was only two years ago that, for whatever reason, we're not going to get into it. They missed Ed Snyder's birthday, yeah. and it felt at that time that the Flyers were over here and everything else was over here. But it doesn't matter anymore because it's like this, and it's the best it's ever been with the fan base, with the alumni. With Ed Snyder Youth Hockey and Education, it's the best feeling that it has been in a long time, and it just feels like home. Yeah, That's the best way to describe it. Well and to be said. sitting with Bundy, you and we, we sat many games, and, and Ross, it's it's home. It's it's family, and we're all together. Yep. You see some of the stuff, people talking, like yeah. they recognize yeah. you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We've, and, we, and I know that we stole the goalie. We've talked and been an integral part of what's gone on the past year of getting this point. But I think it was a matter... The good part I look at is that Ed Snyder built something so great that it ultimately could never be taken down. It, no, it can't. It can't. And right, right. And, and, and we can use that and say, this is, it's not, we're not going to do it because Ed did it this way. We're going to do it because that was the right way. Yes. Right? Yeah. And I was really fortunate to be here on Thursday when the organization celebrated Ed's legacy, and it was special to see Bob Clark open up. Like, you know, Bob doesn't talk much. Right. Bob, Bob barely says anything. Was just so open and honest. And to hear Paul Holmgren and former employees and family members, this is this is great feeling. It's just wonderful. I, I walked the hallways and said, I didn't know if I'd ever be back, and it, it felt like I never left. And to see employees and fans and friends and just all the... I, I don't want to call you old guys, but we're all old guys, you know, like right. the alumni, just seeing everybody. And that room, that press room was full today. It was packed. To see you and, and Kersey and, and all the guys, it was just, it was like time never left. Before I am going to say really quickly, though, I disagree, Bundy. There's something in there that you that you said that I disagree with. 
you said that uh, the kind of thing that Ed Snyder built couldn't be taken down, couldn't be torn down. Cover your ears, Ike. There, there, that's not true because the prior regime no, was very – no, hold on. Hold on. No, I didn't, say, I didn't say kill. The prior regime caused such a rift and a disconnect between what the team had always been and what the fan base was. And thankfully, through, you know, in a large part to what, what we tried to, to do to kind of push things and what Ike has done, no, this got back on track. In a way, it's almost a blessing in disguise because I think that what happened here, and I wasn't in this at the same time as you guys, is for a long time, people might have taken for granted just how good things were. And as an, as an organization, it, it, how it, good things were. It doesn't matter anymore. Because well, you just said it, we're on the right track. Yeah. That's what matters. We're on track. The three guys that are running this team, I started. I had fun when I saw the front page of Legion, uh, Hockey News. I said, this is the Legion of Boom. Yeah. They're going to do great things. <laughs> there you go. They're going to do great things. Jonesy, Danny, and Dan Hilferty are going to do great things. Dan Hilferty. I was going to just ask it, you about him. Somebody just said this to me. I, I think the guy is doing an incredible job. They said, he's a bridge builder. Yep. And I go, that's it. That's exactly what he is. He sees value in relationships, value in partnerships, reconnecting. Look what Bundy's done. Look what you've done. Look what you've done. We're all doing to make the organization stronger, not better, stronger. And, and, there, and that embodies a lot of the spirit of what Ed had. And right? That's exactly right. Yep. That's exactly it. And I know you have some great Ed Snyder stories. I'll, I'll I know you want to share I'll a couple. I'll give you two because yeah. I know we're limited on time. But Ed, Ed really respected people that... You didn't. He didn't want you always agreeing with him. He 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 wanted you challenging him. Yeah. So there were two stories. If you remember the wrecking ball at the Spectrum, mm -hmm. I went up to his office and said, "It's time to go over." He goes, "Is Clarky out there?" I said, "Yes." He says, "Is Dr. J there?" I said, "Yes." He says, "The media?" I said, "Yes." He goes, "How many fans are out there?" I said, "Ah, about five thousand. He goes, "Great. Do it without me." I go, "You why?" <laughs> I go, Ed, the thing's called for 11. It's 10.55. He goes, you got everything you need. You don't need me. I said, this is your baby. What are you talking about? He says, you'll be good without me. And I go, Ed, we're not doing without you. And you know what I realized when we were driving over? He never wanted it to be about him. Yeah. He wanted it to be about the organization, the fans, and that connection, and that family. That's why he didn't want to go. The other time... He had said to us, I want you to get as many people to know about the Ed Snyder Youth Hockey and Education as possible and find new ways to generate revenue for the donations. So the Philadelphia Business Journal asks, could we honor Ed as the philanthropist of the year? We'll do it at a breakfast on Thursday, blah, blah, blah. So I go up and Ed says, I don't do breakfast. <laughs> so I said, Ed, he goes, tell him thanks, but no thanks. I said, are you kidding me? He goes, I said no. So I walked out, I go, I come right back. He goes, you didn't hear me? I said, wait a minute. You said, get more followers. There'll be 500 people there. You said, get donations. They're donating the portion of the proceeds to the breakfast for you. They're, and, and he goes, I said, I don't do breakfast. I said, the program starts at 8.30. You show up at 9.30. It ends at 9.35. He goes, get out, I'll do it. <laughs> that's the way he was. And, and when we closed the spectrum, you remember, he did like every interview. Yeah. He looked at me and he goes, Ike, I'm done. I go, done what? He goes, I'm done. No more. I go, no more what? He goes, interviews. I go, today? He goes, ever. <laughs> I go, what do you mean? He goes, I don't do them anymore. I'm done. I go, ah, come on. He goes, ever. Ever. Now get out. And I go downstairs and I get a phone call 
from HBO Sports. They want to do a Broad Street Bullies documentary right. on the Flyers. Right, I remember that. Yeah. So I go back up and he goes, you don't listen. I go, Ed, HBO, internationally recognized. Yeah. One hour documentary. How much does it cost you to do it? Nothing. Distribution worldwide. All I need is 15 minutes. He goes, set it up. <laughs> So we set it up, and he comes down, and he goes, look at all these cameras. What the hell is this? I go, it's HBO. He goes, this is unbelievable. He sits down, and the reporter just starts BSing about, you know, uh, this, and Rexy's having lunch. Yeah. And the st and Snyder looks at him like six minutes, and he goes, are we ever going to start this interview? He goes, I've been rolling the whole time. He goes, great. So I look at my watch. It's been 93 minutes. <laughs> and Ed's like, uh, I think we're done. And I go, yeah, we're done. He goes, how was that? I go, 15 minutes. He goes, good. You kept me on schedule. There you go. <laughs> he, was, he was unlike anybody you ever met. He was passionate about it was always fans first. Yeah, fans he, first. Fans first, always. And if you went to the carnival, you know what he loved doing? Walking the concourse, shaking hands, signing autographs, taking pictures. He and I thought about this today, Bundy, because you travel with the team. You travel. We all travel yeah. with the team. Every arena in the NHL, there'd be at least 20 fans in jerseys with the Flyers. And you know what he would always say? Let's He'd go. always go. You, he nine. goes. He goes. You traveled here all the way from Philly. He goes traveled here. I live right up the road here in Ottawa. Yeah. Or I live here in Calgary. He couldn't believe the reach of the Flyer fans. And it was always fans first, family second, and the organization. And that, and we were all one. Yeah. I, 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 I want to throw one back at you. And because uh, I see if you remember this. So when I first was, and I, you know, I really know I worked for the team for a couple years. And I was first hired. And you know, Ed used to do those, you know, meet all the new employees kind of thing, right? And I remember, like, you know, we were there, and it was just me and a few other people uh, who were relatively new employees, and they're all, oh, it was a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Snyder, pleasure. Now, I had covered the man for, as a writer for years, and so I go up to him, I was like, hey, Ed, thanks for this. And, like, I guess who were, were the people that were working, like, oh, Anthony, you gotta, you got to call him Mr. Snyder now. And he goes, no, he doesn't. Yeah. He can call me Ed, right? And they were like, everybody was, like, kind of stunned. He was like, just keep calling me Ed. My, that's my name. Call me Ed. And I go, oh, so can I can tell everybody else to call you Ed, too? He goes, let's not go too far. Yeah. <laughs> he, he really did didn't want to be called Mr. Snyder, but yeah. it was a, out of love, right. respect, and yeah. affection, and commitment to him, and loyalty, yeah. because of what he did for us. It was our way of saying thank you to him and the respect that he deserved. One time, he went down to the University of Maryland. He, we went down to Maryland together, and he spoke at the, uh, the school, and his family was there. And afterwards, he goes, let's go out for hard shells in Baltimore. So we go out, and it's Ed, his wife, and his kids, and his grandkids. And everyone's like, Dad, Granddad, pass this. Dad, I go, Mr. Snyder, he goes, my name's not Mr. Snyder. I, I go, Dad, could you pass the ketchup? <laughs> I just I couldn't, call, I couldn't call him Ed. I just couldn't do it. I got more of a fiery side. You know this one. Uh, game six loss here in Philadelphia against Toronto, 1996. 1999. 90, 99. 99, Toronto. yeah, yeah. Um, Leclerc takes a penalty with yeah. a minute left. Toronto wins it on the power play. Uh, we allowed six goals in the series against. Yeah. And I remember Mr. Snyder came in the locker room after and he said, I don't care who goes to the mics. You go and lay it all out on that Terry Gregson and the Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't care. I'll pay all your fines, every one of you. I think, he, I think I he said think the refs sucked tonight. They did, and, yeah. he, and he wanted us to go after them. I'm thinking to myself, man, how cool is that? Where, where is the ref from? Did he say where is yeah, he Gregson, from? He goes, where is he from? Toronto? Toronto? Yeah, yeah, where is he from? Toronto. Terry Gregson, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and so the last thing, like, before we let you go, 
uh, you know, you talk about everything getting back and going forward and going in a new direction. You're sitting up here with us. We're up here on the balcony level of the Wells Fargo Center, which for the past few years has been relatively empty. It, it's like standing room only. And not only that, the people moving around up here, like it's almost like you're in line at Disney. They've reinvented the way to experience the flyers on the balcony level. Yes. When the luxury suites sat still and didn't generate any revenue, they said, let's reinvent it. The sports book is packed. There's fans. They're watching the TV. They're not watching the game. They're drinking. They're eating. The millennials are over here at the assembly room having a blast because it's $25 to get in. Right. And it's a Saturday afternoon, and all they're thinking about is, what are we doing after this? So this is the start of their weekend here. Right. And it's just, I, I, all I kept thinking about is, this place is packed. The team is not much better than last year, but it doesn't matter. You know why? Because we've shown a commitment that we will be better, we are going to be better, and we have the right people to make that happen. Last quick question. So, Ike Richmond for president? Is that like, I mean, that, 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 that felt like a. Uh, that's on, good. Bundy's got to ask did, me something. Did Ed Snyder like afternoon games? I don't, I don't remember if he did or didn't, but I just learned something today. I sat with his uh, ex wife, Martha Snyder. Yeah. And she's, we were sitting in a suite, and she said, you know, when we opened the arena, this was our suite on this side. It was on this, this side. And she said, on the first game, she goes, Ed, I don't, I don't know if you're going to like this. And, she, and Ed goes, why? He goes, you can't see the players. You're looking at their backs. Don't you want to see their face or the, what the coaches are saying? That was the only time they didn't sit in suite four. They moved right after that. Ah, wow. that. I found that out today. Oh, that's great. Well, Ike Richmond, thank you so much. Thanks for having great me. Great stuff, great stories. It's, it's great to see you guys out here in the open with the fan base. Let's love keep it, it going. We love it. Love it. Good stuff. Thank you, my friend. Ike Thank Richmond. you, Ike. Ike Richmond. Good He's, stuff. Uh, one of the great guys here with the Flyers for many years. I work with Ike. We're actually technically advisors. Yes. Which is uh, yeah. what uh, my tag is. But Ike's a good man, and uh, it was an important part of Ed Snyder's life, too. Kind of his, fair to say his handler? Oh, yeah, well, right, yeah. I mean, I, I said, I said right-hand man earlier, right? I mean, but he was always, wherever Ed was, Ike was always with him. Right, but that's just kind of how it was. Oh, insert so. in. No, he's fine. He got it. He was fixing. No, he, he was hit adjusting. the screen. Now we have a little menu on the screen. He's having you know, a rough start he's get, to the he's new getting year. There. He's, you know what? We need to dress him up again. <laughs> he <laughs> signed an autograph the other night. I think it got he it. did. He signed, he signed an autograph Andrew the other night. Intern Andrew signed his first autograph the other night. That was something. That was something special. All right, we are live, baby. Live. Now, why did it take us so long to go live? Well, because... One, there was music that would absolutely get us a DMCA takedown on YouTube. And two, because there was a skirmish, a little post-game skirmish out there, Bundy. A little, uh... <laughs> well, fisticuffs out like there, Bundy. like a little physicality at the end of the game. You like yourself a little bit of physicality here on a nice, you know, uh, rainy, snowy kind of night. Uh, great win. Good win. comeback. Uh, Calgary, I thought, played a pretty good game. I thought the Flyers did a great job in the third. Mm -hmm. Sealing it up. They get did. that next sealer. I, trying to seal somebody there at the end. He was just looking for it. He just wanted he wanted anything to hit. He, he did, was he, so excited. He wanted a pound of flesh. Yep. Um, and he almost got it. So, 3-2. Yes. Um, you know, I said overtime for the dramatics, but I'll take the 3-2. Yeah, you know what? We have to put we this all out to the people. Today. Bundy called overtime. It didn't go to overtime. Does he get two points? Yes, yes he does. Yes, of course I do. He gets two points. He now extends that lead ever so slightly. Ever what? so slightly. Well, you guys were we an empty dinner. Anthony's got his pee bottles here. Look at this. Already got everybody. Look at this. Look at He's got a little pee bottles here. Look at that. I don't know what this, this crap Fans is that he drinks. Fans are looking at us. Like, what is going on? I don't know what it is you know that what? he there, drinks. There it is. Here, there it is. Look at that. Here, just take those off camera. That's just awful. 
Jesus. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that. You know? Dumb anyway. and dumber there. Welcome into the Press Row Show, the number one rated pregame intermission and postgame show the side of the Mississippi. Um, a lot to get into in that game. Let's go, boys. Yes, but, sir. But let's, let's call it like it is. Okay? This was a big day. Big day. Big win, big day. Big day, big day for the Press Row Show. We had guests galore, you know. Yeah, like it was. It was. Uh, it was a wild day that we had. Down so here. we started at noon today. We've had gr a great audience with us the entire time. Yes. Um, we've had we had some amazing guests. We had Cindy Stutman, who was really re one responsible for a lot of the logistics involved in this amazing Ed Snyder Legacy Game Day. Yes. Uh, we had Dan Hilferty jump on for about five minutes, which uh, we'll probably get in trouble for. It's possible. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Ah. Uh, and then we had uh, we had uh, my old roommate and, uh, and longtime teammate Johnny LeClaire, Flyer Hall of Famer, on as well. So we had a good day. We had a and Serena Snyder was here. Serena Snyder, yes, of course. It, you know, so the, we had four the, guests today. Yeah. Who knows what will happen post? Well, and Ike Richmond. Oh, and Ike Richmond. We've that's had right. Five, we had five, five great, guests. five great guests. Five all guests. four were planned. Yeah, one all was the, not. All that are very, very much integral part of the Flyers family, um, both new and old. And I, and again, I think the one thing that's so amazing is. Um, this person says you yeah, don't whatever. get the you don't get the extra points because OT, called overtime. You know what? Because I, you get we get the double extra points for OT. We have you know not agreed people, to that. If these guys haven't not figured out exactly that. how to play it, then don't don't play the game. You're yeah, playing in a in a time league. Time to play the game. You're, you're in a different league right now, son. Time to play the game. All right. Flying lawn chair says Lot was hammering away uh, at the end there. I I seem to remember saying that I thought Lot and Couturier were going to have big games, and they had they had good games. They had good games out there today. Coots had a good game. Scotty had, uh, yeah, he had a good game too. He did. I'm just trying to, I'm going through because I think of some of, like, uh, some of the plays in the game here. Like Cam Atkinson actually played pretty well. He did. He couldn't score. Like, he, no. he seems lost like that. Um, I didn't love the D today, like, as a whole. I don't think it was just, I mean, no, he only gave two goals, but I didn't, didn't love it really. Mm -hmm. um, I thought the forwards were fine like it was a, it was a, listen this is just a great win it's a yeah. revenge win coming off of last week's new year's eve game against calgary and so i think you know, the flyers and their fan base you're sure, certainly thrilled here getting back in the win column i do want to put this one up ryan cornelius nailed this win the period win the game tk calls game in the third and this comment was at 311 so that's before the third period even started and ryan got it nailed it got the prediction down to the goal score. You love to see that. Yeah, abs Let's, absolutely. I do want to ask you, though. There, there was a moment late in the third where Calgary thought they scored the, the goal to, to tie the game at three apiece. And then it gets called off for interference. And we were trying to figure out where exactly the penalty was on that play. Did, did you see something that warranted interference on that play? I saw one of the Calgary players fall when the shot was taken. So I'm either thinking he got clipped at the end of it and um, that's where the call was made. But I mean, that's yeah. even worse. When the goal's taken away, you score one, and then you're going to the penalty box along yeah. with the, the removed goal. So, you know, that would be uh, probably the, I mean, that was the game, the difference yeah. in the game. Because yep. I, you know, again, the, and the puck was able to find a redirection, found its way past uh, Carter Hart, and, and that ended up being the kind of the difference in, in the game. Certainly gave Calgary no life. Yeah. And that would have been an interesting goal had that counted. Rob South asks, uh, I, I need an honest answer. Would Hart drop the gloves? I was hoping. I see no scenario. No, I don't Carter think so. Hart I don't think nobody wants that. None. I, no. None. No. Uh, all right, anyway. Phil Original says, best effing win of the year, hands down, carried over, smoked the pens. David Castleman. Woo-woo. Uh, Massimo. 
Cerelli asks uh, what we think of Atkinson's return. You mentioned solid game, didn't score, but better than before he got taken out of the lineup. That's the kind of effort and performance I think you need to see out of him. He, he was a more determined player tonight. He, he was getting into the, in between the hash marks, which is where you score goals. Um, he was looked to be a difference maker tonight. It didn't happen on the score sheet, but he, I thought he played with some good vigor in his game today. He was a, a lot more noticeable than he'd been the last month and a half. Yeah. Uh, I will point out to people that we'll have the torts presser, and I know that Anthony is working on getting a player. Um, I can see the name of the player, as as can you if we if you scroll down there. But um, yeah, yeah. we'll see. It's one of the guys that I said I thought would have a big game because it's one of only two players uh, who played for this team uh, prior to Ed Snyder's passing. So there's a little cliffhanger for you. If we can get to that player before Bundy and I are ready to roll out, we will. If not... We'll have that uh, interview up on the uh, the Twitter account, and I'll probably put it on Facebook and maybe on YouTube as well. So uh, we will get there. Want to know what you think out there uh, on Facebook, on Twixter, and on YouTube? So drop your comments below. By all means, don't forget if you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button. It's really big for us. Yeah. And then share the show. Yeah, we actually it's the only Flyers podcast and the Listen. number one rated pregame intermission and postgame show. See you everybody. Great win today. Way to go. Um, I'm an old school guy, like really old school. So all this like laptop likes and all that stuff, you just do it because it actually really does help with this algorithm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for somebody that, you know, I don't live on, on the internet or on the laptops, but it's really important to give us a like. Um, yes. And, and um, whatever else for us with that. Oh, you gotta, you gotta hit that like. Yeah, Smash hit that, that like, like Smash button. like button. You gotta right, ring right. that bell so you get notified whenever there's a new episode of Snow the Goalie or the Press Row Show or the Morning After Recap. And then you subscribe to the channel. This is the, um, I'm gonna say this. This is the best win of the year on the best wow. day of the Flyers hockey that we've seen in a long time. Love I mean, it. this has been. People out there, prognosticators, they say, oh, you know, I mean, would you guys win the cup? It doesn't matter because this is what it's all about. It's a return to what this team's about. Not today was on full display. Family, uh, friends, community, fan bases, passion, effort. All those little things that have always been important. There was not one semblance of the hideous corporate nonsense nonsense that we were thrown and bellied into for five years. Today was a beautiful day. And a lot of people put a lot of time and a lot of effort in to make this day happen. And I'll tell you what, as a former player, I played a lot of games here. I'm really proud. Really, really proud to be here today in my orange shirt. And uh, super honored to be back up on the balcony doing this with you, Russ and Anthony. Cliff uh, says, Hilferty, Jones, Briere, and Torts are changing the culture. But I think that within the room, Couturier has made the biggest difference. And he should get Hart Trophy votes. Team went to hell without him. Yeah, unfortunately for Coots, that's not going to get you any Hart Trophy votes. No. Uh, with the numbers he has, and uh, it's a great story. It is. It, it it is. It's a it's a, an amazing chapter in a book. It shows you how important. <laughs> it, it shows you how important and impactful one guy can be. It can be because even though he's not it. a guy who puts up you know ninety five hundred points, right? It's all of the other things that he brings and, to the table as well. And don't think for a second that I don't understand what that person's saying by mentioning that about his impact. But yeah, unfortunately, it, the, the Hart Trophy's a a popularity contest amongst the highest scoring skilled players in the league and Coots is not in that mix but his importance is worth as much as anybody else quite frankly for that matter of what he brings to the team it's been a lot and it's been really really uh it's been great to see I know we're having a guest Russ um had a couple of uh 
A couple of what actually things to, today I didn't really notice, but did, did Brink? I'm not asking my fans. There, this is why I love there people Brink and Deloria that gets that's, stapled that's what, to the that's bench. What they, that's what they're saying. De, is Deloria like? I don't even know if you could say he gets stapled to the bench because he's a fourth line guy that's not going to bring a lot of value in a two-two game in the third period. Yeah. Um. Yep. And, and Brink. I mean, that's probably been coming. Yep. You know, like that's been coming for a while. Yep. Um. The, the Brink thing is disappointing. However, he has largely been disappointing for about two and a half weeks now, at least. Brink? Yeah. We can keep going a little bit more yeah. than that. Yeah. But I mean, especially, like, it feels like his play has dropped off. It, it pretty, absolutely. Pretty tremendously. To, and be then, on, to be honest with you, Russ, I wouldn't say this, but he, he really needs to go back to the minors, probably. I think so. I do. I, I think it's sometimes, if you have the luxury of doing it, like, I know that there's a carte blanche now to these guys because there's just so many jobs in this league, but they're handing them sometimes to guys that haven't earned them. Yeah. And to me, there's still value in that. You know, and Again, maybe there's just not 22 guys that you can find that are going to be all just world beaters. So you're stuck getting with guys, guys in the lineup that still have to develop, still have to learn uh, how to get better. Um, and that comes with it every single day. I'm not so. sure what this is on YouTube, but I'll address it. So Rob, Rob mentioned to somebody else who I can't find they're, their comment. They're with, they're with me. Still, still trying, trying to, to kick my still, kid out of the thing. <laughs> well, your your Just kid, here, your kid looks like a menace. Here. He looks got, like he looks like a menace. I got, we got, I got, I got half like they got two you, thirds of the Cherokee offensive line here, right? So I brought my son down because today is family day. Junior, come here. Dylan, come here. You two guys, get down here. Get in here. Yeah. Look at this. Look at the size of this 17-year-old, right? This is my my friend. 17. This is crazy. Get in here. Get in the frame. Let's go. This is the new center here. Come on, boys. Yeah. This is Big yep. Max. Right here, baby. Right in there. Is he, oh, did we lose the camera? Right here. We lost the tackle. See me on Monday. Now we're good. Okay, so go down. Get out. That's, this is uh, that's that's our center. Come on in, Dylan. This is go. our this is our right tackle. Look at the size of this hip of beef. I, right I'm here. not I'm not messing with that's that. That's Big Dylan, and then no. my son's over here with his buddy there. They go fishing together. Come on in, Junior. Come and say hi to everybody on Snow the Goalie. World of Snow the Goalie. He's smiling today, too. Look at that. And there's our organ player. A big, Come a big on in. win. And this is a, a this is a local neighborhood fisherman right here. <laughs> yep. Good kid. Is he an ice yeah. fisher? He's going to he, be running the ball like next year. He's a new Christian McCaffrey. This oh. Name, yeah. 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 Anyway, those he, are that, that to me is what the Flyers game was about today. Putting my kids on the darn screen. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and and celebrating this day, as we all are with all right. so our fans. I'm going to get back to it. So Rob, Rob asked how to leave a review for the podcast, and it's really simple. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you go to leave a review. You can leave a five-star rating, and then you leave a review, and you say how wonderful things are. Or if you hate us, you can leave a five-star review and say how much you think. But if you're on Spotify, you go to the Snow the Goalie page, and then right below the logo, there's a little star rating. And you click on that, and then you can leave a five-star rating. You can't leave a review there. Apple Podcasts still remains the only one that lets you leave a legitimate review. Um, all right, let's see. Francis Izzo says, top win of the season, most entertaining game of the season. Mass Pass, uh, yeah, Mass Pass says the rest were garbage today. Uh, Matt Bennett, how about that? Morgan Frost. Uh, Smelling Forest, best moment of the game is when Boucher threatened to slap JJ for comparing TK to Ovi. Well, I'll tell you what. There are times when announcers make comparisons. And many of those times, I roll my eyes. And I will simply point to the thing that Zach Lowe said on Bill Simmons' podcast the other day about the Sixers broadcast team when they were doing the NBA TV game. Perhaps there's a little bit of homerism in local TV <laughs> broadcast. 
it, I cannot imagine that Jim Jackson was serious about comparing Konechny to Ovechkin, but if he was, we're going to have to go find him and have a chat. Yeah, that's one of those ones where you're... Um, if you can compare, like, LeBron to Jordan... That's fair. You know, I mean, people are going to make that comparison, right? The yes. number of championships. But when you get a guy now who's going up against Wayne Gretzky's all-time goal record, I know he's short right now of it. Yeah. And then you're comparing even a hometown favorite right now. Yeah. Is ridiculous. I'll tell you like, what, man. That is an absolute reach of reaches. And to e actually breathe the same names <laughs> in the same sentence is actually quite, quite funny. I'll tell you what. All I'm thinking about is, uh, I don't know if you remember Furkan Korkmaz. He still plays for the Sixers. He's still on the roster. Tell you what, Furkan Korkmaz is given the opportunity to shoot a corner three. He looks a little bit like uh, a little Clay Thompson out there. I'm just kidding. That's ridiculous. TK and Ovi. They I both, thought the funniest the, thing I saw the same division. A, yeah. I thought the funniest thing I saw all week was the Chappelle show. <laughs> A new one. I didn't watch the new Chappelle oh, special. It was good. They put the Gervais and the Chappelle show out like one Ricky day. Ricky Gervais came out like the the week before. I I still need to see that. All right. Yeah, yeah. A lot to lot to <laughs> unpack. I'm sure. Uh, Mike Bashak says time to give the C to Coots. We know that Tortorella does not want to name a co uh, a captain for whatever reason. He he seems to be adamantly against it. Are are they really going to go through the whole season without naming a captain? I think it would be odd to do it now, but we'll see. I It'd mean, be odd to name a captain. Yeah, or, okay. I think so. I if think they make so. the playoffs, do you go into the... I don't know. We'll worry about that when we get there. Cross the bridge then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not worried. About, I don't worry about any of that stuff right now because things are, are going well. Yeah. So there's no point... Uh, oh, here you go. Vineet Singh, even with the challenge with the trip out west, the Flyers are only seven points out of first place in the conference. It's pretty wild. Uh, yeah, that's that's a long that's a long way. Believe it. Yeah, or not. let's not have that chat though, because the last no. time, the last time the Flyers were allegedly in contention for the top spot in the conference, it was that COVID year, and well, we all know how that went. Uh, hey, before we get to more comments, I do want to point out really quickly up above, you can see that we're going to be doing the Clearwater Combo Trip through uh, Philly Sports Trips. We're going to be going down to uh, see Philly's Astros spring training on a Friday, and then the Flyers and Lightning on a Saturday. There's going to be a big meet and greet, a, a big old party. A lot of fun stuff going on down there. So head over to phillysportstrips.com. Check out the trips section, and you can find our trip. Also, the link to that is in the uh, YouTube description, Facebook description, and if you're listening after the fact, it is also in the podcast description of the episode. So uh, go over there and sign up today and let us know that you're going to be coming, and we're going to have a blast. I think we're going to have a fun. It's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a fun time. Let's know the goalie uh, speedo for Anthony. <laughs> oh, no, we want people to go. We want people to Anthony in a speedo ain't, ain't selling tickets. Do you imagine? Unless it's well, you know, some people like. To, Let's leave him mind. alone. I'm Let's just, not pick on him. I was gonna, I was gonna say something. I'm not gonna say anything. Are we still waiting for our guest? We have a I, guest. Is there, is there a presser today? Do we have? There's a presser, but a, so apparently this is, this is part. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold this now because now I'm just annoyed at Anthony. So apparently Anthony told intern Andrew, not to go to the press room, but to go to the locker room, like to the separate locker room for when the guest gets there which means no torts presser. And I said to intern Andrew, well, why? And he goes, I don't know. I'm just listening to Anthony. And once again, Ant, or once again, Bundy, I point out, this is why nobody should listen to Ant. So we are awaiting our guest. And when we have him, it'll be great. Uh, but in the meantime, we'll, we'll do a little bit more here. And if we don't have the guest by the time we're done, then, you know, whatever. But if we do, it'll be great. Should I tell people who it is? Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Scott Lawton. We'll have Scott Lawton. Lawton. We'll have Scott Lawton postgame. We're just waiting. Just waiting on, waiting on the world to change. Um, hey, here's another thing. So Cam York, a couple nights ago, I think we were talking about him up here. 
I don't think we were talking about him on air, but I think we talked about him away from the mics and the fact that he's playing a more well-rounded game. And he's actually kind of throwing the body around a little bit. He, yes. he doesn't he doesn't look like the same version of Cam York early in the season when I said, oh, you know, SoCal kind of let the game come to him. He he seems to be taking the game a little bit more by the by the by the huevos. It's like you, know? you kind of throw a guy into like a war, mm-hmm. and first you might get a scared kid. Yep. But then when you see some of what goes on around you, um, you adapt yourself to it. Yep. Find a way to succeed. Find a way to make your other players better with you. Um, and that's what's happened. I mean, you grow up a lot, oh, you know. We've we've now oh. had a change. It's not Lawton anymore. Now apparently it's Joel Farabee. Okay. We also like Joel Farabee. He's been we on do. the show many times. So who knows? Intern Andrew out here making us, uh, you know, fake news. I'm starting change, to wonder actually if Anthony's the one that's been rigging and, and, and maybe sabotaging I Intern think Andrew. Is. I think it's pretty pretty safe to say, oh, it looks like Anthony might be ready. Let's let's see if we can bring him on here and we'll we'll see if this works or not. Uh, it looks like Anthony has himself muted, which is great. So uh, let's see. Let's try this. It is unmuted. Okay, go ahead. All right. Here uh, in a post-game show with uh, Joel Faraby. Joel, thanks for joining us here on Snow the Goalie. A uh, really spirited game, and, and one you guys kind of needed to come back uh, after the after the way things have been going. Can you talk a little bit about just kind of the energy and, 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 and spirit that you guys played with here? Yeah, obviously, you know, our last probably five games haven't gone the way we wanted to. Uh, you know, I felt like we gave good efforts, but uh, tonight I really just felt like we did whatever it took, you know, to, to win the game. Uh, felt like the crowd here was was awesome. Uh, really loud building tonight, and, you know, I think that helped fuel the win. You know, first period was kind of like a little bit you know, back, you know, back and forth, but not a lot of of that excitement that exploded in the second period. Is it more kind of a situation where you, you look at the hit on York and, and you getting involved with Lindholm there? Is that kind of you think you know, you're just coming to his aid or is it, you know, I'm just trying to spark the team? Is what, What's your mindset there? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not really thinking too much in the moment, honestly. I just kind of saw the hit. I thought it was a really dirty hit. And, uh, you know, I just tried to you know, step up and defend my teammate. Um, you know, hopefully it got the energy going a bit. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think we scored not too short after. So, um, yeah, for me personally, just, you know, try to do whatever that shift calls for. Uh, you know, however you can help the team win the game is, you know, what I try to do. You get to play with, with Travis connecting a lot, obviously, on the first line. But, uh, you know, shorthanded, it's becoming something really special. He scores his fifth shorthanded goal this year. It's tied for the league lead. Just how, how, uh, how dangerous of a player is he in those, in those spots? Yeah, I mean, him and Lots are so good on the PK. Uh, they, they just read off each other so well. Um, they play D really well, and then when they get that chance, they, they, they just they have really good chemistry when, they, uh, you know, when a, a break happens. So, obviously, TK, you know, he's, he's been our best player all year, and, you know, he gets that big goal to win the game. Now, one of the things that was such a big thing here today was the, the, the big celebration of, the, four, of uh, the founder of the franchise, Ed Snyder. Obviously, you weren't here uh, when he was here, but uh, you got to experience uh, – what it was before and what it is now it's just seemingly night and day for you 100 percent um you know even my my rookie year talking to guys that played uh under mr snyder um you, they, you just hear about what, what a great guy he was and, and what he did for this franchise and um you know he's he's, he's the reason that we're he's the reason we're, we're able to play now so um you know the guys in the room we we know exactly what he means to this franchise and uh, it's so cool the, that we get to, you know, have a day to celebrate him, and uh, even better that we got the win. Thank you, Great, Joel Faraby. Thank you for joining us on Snow the Goalie Post Game. Thanks. All right, back to you guys. Thanks, Joel. Appreciate it. Uh, just in case you missed it, guys. Yeah, I'm going there. Double me up. I have a hard enough time looking at one of me, let alone looking at two. That's something Clark you'd say. <sighs> All right, I we hope go. we don't have to look at two of him. It's hard enough watching one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look. 
I want to I want to explain to people something. All right. I see the comments. I do. I see these. I see the. We see it too. The you know, like it's being filmed in a microwave. Internet from 1999. <laughs> Andrew Fawcett did Andrew got a handshake. Oh, good point. We got to find out. Did he get Farabee give him a handshake? Did, did Farabee give him a did handshake? He, so a- intern Andrew now has actually risen to the level where he's now being extended handshakes by the players. Handshakes. Now, Bobby Brink was the one who did that early in the year. He's the only one. Remember, the intern Andrew Elf poem. Bobby Brink is the o- number one fan. He's the only player to have shaken intern Andrew's hand. That is something. Part, so it looks like we may have another one. We might. We have to find out. We'll find out for sure. That that really is one of the most important things uh, going today. So we have to make sure that we uh, we get an answer on that. Um, okay. Let's zoom out on this really quickly before we head out. Snyder Legacy Night. We talked about this a million times tonight. This would not have happened two years ago. Um, I think that there is a sense of pride that we have to have to some extent, that two years ago, or I guess it's three. I guess it's technically three. It's 2024. Um, oh, it, it, would, it, it, it would have been 2022. 2022. 2022, okay. yeah. Uh, 2022. Which is two years ago the, at the same yeah, that's time. Right, yeah. That's right, yeah. Math, math is hard. Um, there was the, the point where the, the organization at that time, the people who were in charge, they didn't do the, the birthday thing. The birthday tweet. They did. They, they see a they lot. Did, of, they they did everything wrong for three years yes. that you could possibly do wrong. And by the way, when I when I said that earlier, when I Richmond was on, I think it might have like thrown him for a loop a little bit. My point during that intermission was those those people who were in charge at the time they were so hell bent on erasing. It was yes. weird. On they erasing, wanted to on erase erasing, it. Or on yeah. erasing Ed Snyder. It was weird. It almost felt vindictive. And they, they tried, and in fairness, for a while, it felt like the team and the organization were heading down this path that they were so split away from the fan base that, like, they were going to fall to fifth in the city and that eventually no one was going to care. And Apathy had set in. That's oh, one of the big I things. I think we'd gotten past it. I think it, it's weird. You went from, like, anger to apathy, and then it was just to disinterest. I mean, it, it was even beyond apathetic when people would be like, ah, oh, whatever. It was almost like... I think there was a, a small part of the fan base at that point was like who felt so betrayed they almost rooted against their team, which is crazy. Well, we but had that's people where this wear, was. We, had pe- we had two years ago we had people wearing bags on their heads yes. to games. All right, yep. like that's that's where we were. Um, oh, apparently Torts is. Should we go to Torts really? Why quick? not? Do you, want, do you want Torts? All right, let's get Torts. Uh, yeah, we we had our hands full, and I, the, the key for us is I thought we spent more time in the It was important for us to do that. Talked to you yesterday. I wasn't waiting. It's part of my job to, um, what can I put it? It's part of my job to try to bring that to a head. I, I think that's the only way um, that you can find a road to communicate and, and try to help the player. You know, you, you guys may think at mentioned players is fun for coaches and uh, you're just pounding your chest. That's not the way we feel. It, it, it's trying to get someone's attention. And it starts the conversation. And uh, Frosty's a he's a great kid, very quiet and unassuming. And I, I guess he's probably been brought up. He just don't talk to coaches. Uh, it's different for me. I, I need the conversation, and 
I think he took a big step, and it's going to help me try to help him. Where it all goes, I don't know, but at least there's, uh, there's a path there. You started the press conference by mentioning Ed. Would mm -hmm. you guys as an organization do something like this, a legacy game to showcase what he's brought to this city? What does it mean not only just you, but everybody that was here tonight? Yeah, and the type of game, the style of game, I, I think he kind of had us playing that way up there maybe. I don't know, but uh, um, I'm, you know, we – it's hard for me to – I wish I knew him. You know, I, I just have secondhand information and a ton of it about what type of man he was. And uh, I just wish I had a chance to, to meet him and just talk to him for a bit. I'm glad we responded, and I – I think the organization, the tribute they paid to him, uh, I thought was one of the better tributes I've seen. And uh, I, I, it's, I've said it to you before, this organization gets it. Uh, it, it gets it with that type of stuff. Uh, families and, and the history of it and uh, people that have given people opportunities to be in the organization. Uh, I think it's a really good organization. So I'm happy it, it ended on a good note for him and certainly well-recognized. Uh, and he should be. It took a while uh, to mark maybe for you guys to be rewarded for these last two games, finally get the power play goal. But, but what is the team, what is, has the power play unit has been doing over these last couple games right? Because the, the chances, the shots, is way up. So Will has made a big difference. Uh, it, it's, it's, um, it's a quarterback. I think he has that type of mentality. I think he has that type of poise. Um, I think he's made a huge difference to, to give us a chance just to settle down sometimes. And other guys are playing well. I, I think there's a little chemistry with it right now. And, uh, you know, we have all those power play chances. And the way we score a power play goal is throwing off the goalie's back from behind the net. It, it, the game is funny that way. But I, I, think, I think Z has done a terrific job in settling things down. And other guys have chipped in from there. No, no, I went with three lines. Hello. So, <laughs> we just put some of our favorite comments up there for Anthony later. When we he did. goes back and watches the show. We, we're having fun with the comments, but thank is, you. You guys actually am amuse us sometimes yeah. as much as we hope we amuse you. Because yep. we do laugh at the comments, and I don't think there's not one that goes by we don't see. <laughs> not a single comment we don't look for. 144p, nah, 14. Look at this, Project Veritas has better video. That's too good. Man. All right. All right, we do have a partner in this. We're not going to go there right now. I can see the pixel. We're going to reach out to our partner, and we're going to see if there's a way we can't get that locker. Because you know it makes me nuts, right? Like I, oh, I, I, I every agree. night I know it makes me absolutely want to I, I, freak I, out. I agree. Anyway, but you know what? It's part of what makes it such a homey show. You know, we're kind of like cozying up next to the fire. You know, with a nice, a nice warm blanket. We, uh, and you know, I think we pride ourselves like that. When we play, we come on. We want everyone to have fun, and we, and I know, I think we do a good job of that. I know you guys. I can feel the participation through the comments yep. by people coming up here and seeing us during the games, letting us know how. Uh, much they enjoy listening to it. But we want to tell you guys, too, we love listening to you. And you know what? You, the fans, were as much a part or the biggest part of the Ed Snyder Legacy game than anybody else. And I'll tell you, I played here for 12 years or what it was. And Ed Snyder, 
loved you, the fans, more than any of his players. I promise you that. And that's how you know you have a great, great owner. Uh, he loved his players. He adored his fans. Yeah. And uh, that's why Philadelphia is such a special sports city because – of that kind of relationship, and we thank you. I, I mean, this was a great day by the Flyers. It was. It was a great day. They did an amazing job. Dan Hilferty, Cindy Stutman, Jonesy. Danny Breer didn't He didn't do much. He's been I over at the say, World Juniors. Yeah. He's at the yeah. World Juniors coming yeah. back today. So, But, again, a lot of the old guys coming back, a lot of the alumni here, the fans, a packed house. It was – I mean, it was crazy. One thing that we were trying to figure out is there's a Sixers game later. They're actually – Changing it over right now. Yeah. And typically where Gritty's Chaos Corner is, there were probably like, what, 100, 150 extra seats. Yeah. We're trying to figure out if that was because of the Sixers game or if it's because, like, this looked like a sellout tonight. It, or, it, or, it was. Or, or darn near close. Yep. So we didn't know if that's what, what it was. We haven't gotten an answer yet from the team, which we'll, we'll, fight, we'll figure out at some point. I do want to point out one thing here before we head out. You mentioned about the interaction with the people who watch the show, which is yep. great, right? An engaged audience. I'd encourage people. So Pat McAfee got embroiled in controversy this week. I don't know if you saw this. I don't know. So McAfee gets embroiled. Is this in, what the Aaron Rodgers thing? Yeah, but it was after that. He called out an ESPN executive for trying to tank their show, like spreading false numbers about ratings and everything. It got real ugly. But he had a thing that kind of went under the radar, and he talked about when you're creating a show, kind of like what we've done, right? We are obviously a much smaller scale, yeah. right? Right. But, you know, he, he noted that when you're doing something like this, you see a number, and as a person who goes on YouTube or on Twitter or whatever, and you see a number of people, it doesn't pull all those numbers together. We typically see, like, an aggregated number. But you'll see a huge number, and nobody's participating with the show. And then you go, well, that's weird. Are people paying for concurrent viewers? Which happens. It does happen. It, it happens in sports shows. It happens in entertainment shows. It happens. And the thing that I think we can hang our hat on here, other than the fact that we have not paid for people to download the show or watch the show, which I can't say for every show in the city of Philadelphia, this engaged group of people, and there are many names that we pull up, and sometimes it's a lot of the same people, and then sometimes there are new people that we haven't seen before. I'm really proud of the fact that we, every Press Row show, and every time we do Snow the Goalie Live, we have new people who are checking in yep. from Finland and the West Coast and the Midwest and the East and down south. Like, we've got people all over, and it's such a cool thing to get to interact with those and, people. And we have respectful battles when there are a couple yep. and, and differing opinions. I appreciate that. I love it. Believe me. And if you don't agree sometimes with something we say, my voice doesn't need its rule of law because I played. I'd be wrong, too. Yep. And uh, and we're more than happy to have that conversation. And um, so, look, we got we got someone from Greece, too, our friend Matt Benick. He was here last game. Like, I missed him, but I will catch up. Greece there. Yep. Um, um, so all right. I think it's time to go. I think that we've officially hit the point where it's time for us to head yep. out. I want to thank everybody who checked in. I want to thank everybody who's, who spreads the word about the show. And don't forget, we'll be back. I mean, there are nine home games yeah. this month. Mm -hmm. We've now done two, but there's still seven to go. They're back here Monday, and then they're back here Wednesday. And then is it next weekend is the one that's crazy where it's Saturday and Sunday back to back? They got a double, they got a double game. Let I'm me check pretty right sure now. that it's, it's next It's on weekend. my calendar right here. So. Um, but absolutely. We have no. You know what it is, Russ? It's what is the it? 12th and the th no, the January 12th, they're at the Wild. What am I missing here? What are you seeing? What am I looking at? I was listening to some. I, there was somebody on the elevator today who was saying that they've got Saturday, Sunday next week. Why, why this, makes for, this makes for a great show. However, I'm just trying to illustrate the point. There are many games coming up. Uh, so they've got Monday. I have it here. They have Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. I'm wrong. It's Friday, Saturday. But they're both oh, on they're the road this away. weekend. They're away. Yeah, that's you're right. You're, you're right. You're right. It's that following weekend. 
You're right. It's the 20th and the 21st. They're home against Colorado and home against Ottawa. That's going to be brutal. But anyway, a lot right. of home games. That's a great so show. We'll be back. Think about Everybody. Anthony. Think about that. There you go. Yeah, Anthony's pee bottle. Listen. Um, it's not really. Do us a favor in the meantime. So we'll be back Monday, yep. back Wednesday. We'll try to figure out a regular Snow the Goalie at some point. Do us a favor. Share the show to somebody, Tell to some multiple friends. people. Yep. You can share it on Facebook. You can share it on Twitter, whatever. Share the YouTube link. I don't care. Like the video. Share the video. Subscribe. Ring the bell so you get notified when we go live. And as always, a big thank you to everybody who checked in. And uh, we'll be back on Monday See with another Monday. edition. Thanks for being Professor here. Rocha. Great day today. Uh, just an awesome, awesome, uh, awesome show, an awesome game, awesome place in the building. Here comes Anthony. Anthony, you want to say goodbye to our fans? It was a big day, uh, and anytime, I know that... Anytime uh, he has the chance to. I do. I want to, we're going to bring him back on here. By just, the way... We're just talking about a great day. Thanks a lot, Ant, too, for living this in front of me. <laughs> really appreciate it. Pee and pee uh, <laughs> Bashbowl <laughs> bladder syndrome. We, we were just talking. Finally, we're, we're, we're going to hang up now. But uh, what, a, what a great day this was. And um, how blessed we've been, Phil, to be here today. But really for the fans, I really feel like this was this was for the fans. And, man, was it needed. Yeah, it really was. Did you guys uh, hear the beginning of Torts? No. No. He Before anyone even asked him a question, he talked about how this was a game that was perfect for Ed Snyder and the Flyers of the past. Yeah. Like, he just walked out and said it. He's like, how about that for uh, a game for Ed Snyder? It was exactly like his style, that, the style of game he would like. Yeah. And it's, and it's weird to share. We're just, we just wanted to have you come back on. It was a great yeah. day for us. <laughs> great and day, awesome. Our, our, Bob Wright wants to know if you carried the box camera back with you. A lot of people have, have questions, comments, and concerns about the camera that you guys are using down there because it, you know. Why do you act like it's my fault? Uh, I'm just in front of the camera. Are we at the point yet where we can start calling intern Andrew the fourth Ghostbuster? It's <laughs> a great question. Great I question. think he still needs some more seasoning. What was the fourth Ghostbuster? Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. Yeah, but what was his character's name? Oh, there was a question here. Yeah. Did, did intern Andrew get a handshake from Farabee? No, because Farabee walked. You guys should have probably saw it. He walked, just turned around. We got so w- the we weren't in, in the NBA locker room like we normally are. I saw that you were in the hallway. You because get better video in the. NBA locker. Room. Well, the re- oh, we were forced NBA, out because they're, they're pro- yeah, yeah, that's they're the that's where the Jazz are setting up. They they had like their um, jerseys ha- already hanging in the locker, so we had to pull uh, intern Andrew out. Like he was he had no idea, and it was just like we got to do this in the hallway. And Farabee's Farabee's like, you guys got to stand at this angle because there's gonna be a lot of stuff coming by, and there was a lot of stuff. There was a lot of noise. I don't know if you guys could hear it. All the people walking by. It was, saw lots of people. It was crazy. Many people. I don't. I not do it tonight. Ask me about the Steph Curry jersey story someday. Steph Curry jersey. Yeah. That's all. Just ask me next game. All right. All right next okay. game. Steph Save it. Curry. You're going to love it. Everybody yep. out there, have a great, great night. We will see you again on Monday. Let's roll out.